We only got one life, so it's time to live it for. I don't hesitate, I embrace every day. Cause we only got one life, so it's time to live it for. It's not about trying to achieve more again, but rather how to lose and let go. Let me explain. Once you let go of all things that aren't significant, you'll be left with everything that is truly important. I'm living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. This is another episode of the podcast. Live it for. Hey, well, you heard the intro. You know where you are. It's time for another episode of the Liverpool Podcast. I'm Richard. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a five-star review on Apple. Go share us with your friends on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, wherever all the cool kids are hanging out. I wanted to have a talk today about something I'd heard, something people have said in my lifetime, and something that as a in-between Gen X and Millennials elder millennial I've encountered now that I have children, but have kids changed? I was thinking about it the other night. Is it true? Is it a universal truth that kids have changed? I know nationally and specifically in Texas, we are experiencing a shortage of qualified teachers. I actually saw the governor put out something this morning about that very thing, how to tackle that issue. But you know, the truth is, I can't blame them. I couldn't do it. I don't have the patience to deal with kids today. Must be because they've changed, right? You know, we're seeing a lower number of kids playing youth sports. And I know that to be true locally. And uh, it looks like on the small amount of research I've done nationally, it's pretty ubiquitous. Why? Must be because kids have changed, right? Are they just getting lazier, less motivated? Are they stuck in a world of technology and video games where they don't want to leave the house? You know, I'm hearing that we're seeing lower test scores across the board. We make kids take these standardized tests and we teach towards them, but scores continue to go down. Why do you think that is? You know, it must be because kids have changed. I mean, I could make a million examples, probably literally at least a, you know, a few more to get that point across. But I think to understand what I'm saying, we're in a different world than we were 20 or 30 years ago, 100 years ago. Do I think kids have changed? Absolutely. And I don't think that that's the question that we should be asking. We know they've changed. I see disrespect from them. I see, a, you know, we can pull outliers out, but for the most part, yeah, kids have changed some. I think it's hard to be a public school teacher. It's hard to be a youth coach. It's hard, harder now than it probably was. But why? That's the question. It's not, have kids changed? I think the answer we know is yes. The real question that we have to address is why? Why in one or two generations do we see such alarming trends? I'm going to tell you what I think it is. So this is one of our parenting podcast moments. But what I've seen is kids will rise up or fall to the expectations that they are given at home. Bottom line. Yeah, kids have changed, but it's because parents have allowed it. They have allowed 
disrespect to run rampant. They have allowed laziness. They allow and even praise mediocrity. They allow half-assed efforts and say, yes, that's good enough. They've allowed YouTube to kill the time that sports and outdoor activities probably once filled and maybe even sitting down as a family for dinner. We've allowed mindless videos be watched instead of books being read. We kill time with TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, instead of embracing the arts and allowing children to express creativity. I was thinking about this as I was at a basketball practice for my, uh, for my eldest daughter with a good group of girls that are her friends. They were all there busting their tails to get better at a game that they love. Half of them had come straight from softball practice because the two sports overlap slightly right now. They were all exhausted. Many had been out of town the night before for a jump rope team performance at Texas Tech University. Yet, they were still putting in the work. They were hustling until the last minute. You could see it on their faces. They were tired that they played hard. I know this group of girls. I've been blessed to coach many of them, if not all of them at different points in between soccer and softball and basketball the past five or six years. They all make good grades. They are all respectful. They're kind to their peers and teachers. They lift each other up. Yeah. There's some good nature ribbing here and there, but overall they take care of each other. Why? What's different from that from any others? The question I ask myself is, if it wasn't for the parents, would the kids do that on their own? I think maybe. I think that most of them would at some level. But I don't think it would be the level that they do. The difference in them and what I see in some others is the expectation from their parents. It starts at home. That is the bottom line. If we want to see change in our schools and in our communities and our nation, it starts at home. We can't blame the teachers. We can't blame coaches. We can only blame ourselves when our children do not thrive. They will rise to the expectations that we set. We are their examples. That night at basketball practice, I saw some parents come out and coach. It was a group effort wasn't one leading the way. There were many. And they had all come from jobs where they work at a hospital or a courthouse. Maybe they were at home all day with other children. They're tired. I saw the looks on their faces. They're exhausted just like the kids. But you know what? They showed up and they set examples for their kids. They coached them. They lifted them up. They were spent, but they showed up anyways, because in life to be successful, to set the example we need for our kids, our jobs as parents aren't over when we're tired. It's over when it's done. And it's, that's one of the things that will never be done. You know, kids have changed, but it's only because parents have let them. We have to rise up as a, as communities, as towns, as 
as neighborhoods, take it nationally even, we have to rise up and we have to set examples for our children. Kids have changed, but it's because parents have changed and they have allowed it. And then they wonder why their kids get into trouble. They wonder why their kids don't meet certain criteria that they should. It's because the expectations they have set do not match what the kid is capable of. Good friend of mine, he put it exactly like this, because I said kids will rise to the expectations set. He said they will also fall. So if we don't set expectations high enough, kids will default to that lower level. It's human nature. We do that as, as adults. We have to set the bar for our children. We have to be the examples in our finances, in our faith, in our relationships, in our business. We are who they watch. We are the ones that they follow. And if there are kids out there who don't have good role models and don't have parents who do that, they look for guidance elsewhere from their teachers, from other parents, from youth sports coaches, from coaches. We must be that example. If we want to fix the problems we face as a nation, it starts at home. I appreciate you listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope that you get something out of it. If you do, please leave us a five-star review, share us with your friends and family. I want you to share this one because somebody out there needs to hear this message. Y'all continue to live it full. You, you just listened to this entire episode. That means you gained some type of value. So make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode of Live It Full. Living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. Make sure you embrace every single day. And we'll see you next time on the Live It Full podcast.